Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Raz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, we have a special guest here Very today. Special. A repeat performer, someone we've had on before, although last time he was part of a dynamic duo. Uh-huh. This time we just have him. We don't have his uh, oddly head-shaped friend uh, with him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have our good friend, and I would really say... The heart behind VOD, Voices of Dentistry, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. I think that would be fair to say. Alan Mead. Alan, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's happening? The atherosclerotic heart behind (laughs) Voices of Dentistry. (laughs) I think it was a glyceride-laden heart. (laughs) (laughs) Congested heart, maybe? Sure. Not not pumping as efficiently as it used to, maybe. Heart like a wheel. Would you say visionary? I think you're the VOD visionary. Oh, visionary. It, it, as I like to say when none of the other planners are around, voices of dentistry leapt from my imagination into reality. See, when they're <laughs> not here, it. when they're not here, what, what are they going to say? I can't say anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, Mark is on a beach somewhere playing golf in Scottsdale. Yeah. Uh-huh. He probably Rudy's doesn't mind to- when I say that. I, Sean Vandeviver <laughs> might take take a little bit of uh, umbrage because it was kind of his imagination, too, a little bit back in the day. Yeah, I could see that. Tell me, where are you guys at in, in the process? Everything's done, locked in, ready? It's just kind of getting everything ready for the actual day? Or you still it's have funny, stuff It's funny that on? you ask that. We had a phone call on Thursday. Like, I wrapped up work on Thursday. We had a phone call. And we are now past the point where we're particularly worried. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it's sometimes it's one of these things where you're you're first off last year we picked up like close to 30 35 people in the last 2 weeks or something like that. Wow. So numbers wise, we expect that, but the thing is you can't count on that, right? So you want right. to have yeah. some but we hit our numbers already. We hit our we hit our registration numbers already. So Okay. Um and actually it's really funny the hotel makes you sweat it too. But mm-hmm. then once we have all the hotel rooms, then they extend longer. They extend the block longer. So you can still actually get a hotel room. It's what? It's the 6th of, of January right now. You can still get mm-hmm. a hotel room, I think, until the 11th if you wanted to. So the story is they were they were, the cutoff was originally like the 25th of December, and then they extended mm-hmm. to the 31st. So so basically, Thursday meant we didn't have to be worried about our numbers. Now we just have to, now we just have to make sure like everyone survives the flights, and there's not like a horrible snowstorm in the northeast two days before or something like that that's pretty oh, much sure. we have to worry about for tell sure. me from a from a planning perspective when you sit down to start to fill all these slots and whatnot i mean we're at the point now we're kind of at peak dental podcast there's so many people out there that you could tap to to get on board is it is it just a problem trying to find space for everybody yeah to realistically everybody you want i think you'll find that there's you could go to this and go, wow, there's there's people that probably could have been here and understand we uh, we have we have a lot of podcasters coming that did not get a chance to speak on the big stage this time around. We do have it's kind of cool. Some of the new podcasts to the scene um, are going to be in the in, remember the tent from last year. There's sort of the tent. Uh-huh. we had we had two stages where there were times when both stages were going at once. We're not doing that this year. Everyone, uh-huh. all the main stage speakers are main stage only the the but there is a podcast stage. 
uh, in the tent that's going to be going during the break. So like there will be live podcast kind of broadcast from there. And some of the newer podcasters on the scene are going to get a chance to do that. So it's kind of cool. It isn't the main stage, but it is. It's a, a new feature stage kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what happens is you're literally finding podcasts like that have just started and you're like, OK, geez, I, I don't want to you want to leave them out. But but on the other hand, it's like, what do you. So it's it's a little bit of a struggle. And, and we're trying to figure out the best way to do that. I'm not sure we've hit that yet. But I mean, like, you're right. I mean, I don't know exactly the number, but it's it's over 30 podcasts that are represented. And I mean, mm. I know there's more than that out there, but I think we have over 30 podcasts represented. It's crazy, right? That's like. I mean, even two years ago, that, there was no, nothing. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. I I am still somewhat because when I look at the lineup, I see a lot of people doing content on main stage, like doing actual like lecturing sort of stuff. Yep. And Lance and I <laughs> are not doing <laughs> not. that. We are absolutely not doing that. We are doing this. This is what we are doing. We are doing our show, but on the stage. No, I. I, um, I here's the thing. Remember when I said it leapt from my imagination? Uh-huh. That's what I imagined when I imagined it. I imagined it being live podcasts. And and over the years, some people have done live podcasts. I, I, I yeah, have to commend yeah. the dental guys in both both times they were on stage. They did live podcasts. They, they did their show live. I actually uh-huh. last year did a live episode right from theme music to end of the Alan Mead experience on. So I, I like that. I, that said, I'm actually doing a kind of a lecture and this year, the, you know, a lot of the, the talks are kind of short, you know, they're sort of Ted talk length. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a little different. We're going to see, I mean, we don't really, I'm not sure, you know, we may go year to year doing weirder <laughs> things. We're just not even sure. The Ted talk thing was always a concept we were interested in. And so this year we're kind of giving it a try uh, when you've only got 20 or 30 minutes, you kind of have to bring your a game. So yeah, that, that's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. But I am, I, I for one am excited that you guys are doing the show live. Yeah. Well, the first year I wasn't sure exactly what you meant. I just couldn't, I couldn't understand live, uh, recording a podcast. So I, I gave a lecture in that little side action room. I wasn't on main stage. Thank you very much. And I, my lecture was, um, part sleep apnea and part how to make your own podcast to enhance your, your practice. And then after I was done, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? I should have just done a podcast. Yeah. So no, I, that's why that I that, time- the nice thing about the, <laughs> I don't like having to prepare either. So that the, was it. <laughs> so the beautiful thing is you do a podcast. There's really not. I don't know what uh-huh. I'm going to say. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Which is kind of like how I do every podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Prep, prep is minimal. Although yeah. I have been like, uh-huh. I've got a couple of, I, I have, we have a couple of listener questions that have come in of people mm-hmm. who are going to be there, which is great. Cool. And I've got like two Reddit right, questions right, right. that I've been sitting on. Um, that are just too good to not do in front of a live audience. If, so. if you want, if you're, if you want, we'll make sure that we can get mics out to the people if they would like to read the question. That makes that makes oh, sense be cool. because that'd be really cool to have the actual listener read the question. Yeah, I, that's that's kind of what my vision is, uh, and, and so we'll we'll see sort of the room set up when we get there, and and um, yeah, I, I I would like to to have that happen. I, I think that that's going to be fun. It's definitely going to be different than the last time we did a live show, but the last time we did a live show was was I think the funnest show that we've done. So, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's I'm a really different. It's a different it. feel when there's when there's oh, yeah. people in the room, right? Like there's. Uh, and and that's one thing is is Josh you know actually all of us have done some speaking and frankly the pr- preparation for it is the worst the best part is being yeah. on stage and actually kind of getting the energy from the crowd that's the best mm-hmm. 
one hundred percent. Unless, unless you're bombing, thing, if you're bombing, maybe not as far. <laughs> yeah. I've been there the, too. So yeah, the TED Talk is it's it's a hard that's a hard formula because you know we're all used to having longer. Even if it's a dinner lecture, something like that you've got yep. ninety minutes or two hours or something. The 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 eighteen minute. 20 minutes, something like that. Like, yeah, that's I mean, the if hardest. you're crashing and burning, if you've got a longer, mm-hmm. uh, like, you can probably kind of pull it out. If you, 18 minutes, you could crash and burn and not pull it yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, Alan, you said something to me earlier this week. You, you said something to the effect of there literally could be an explosion in the green room and we'd still have enough speakers to fill the slot. Yeah, I was going to say, if people die, in this, we have a lot of people that would love to go on that we didn't get mm-hmm. to give a spot, so I'm kind of not worried about that part of it. <laughs> well, Lance and I are planning on uh, dressing up in furry costumes and dancing around the stage and then insulting Bruce Baird good. For, the good. Entire, good. for the entire show. Yeah. I hope you're cool with that. I yeah. am, and if possible, if you could use confetti at some point, that would be great. <laughs> I'm sure the, the hotel people will love that. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> well, Lance Allen, this is an advice show. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, we answer your questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. We need, we need questions for our weekly shows, and we need questions for our VOD show. So if you're coming to VOD, write us a question. If you're not coming to VOD, write us a question. And why aren't you, you can, coming to VOD? I might <laughs> that's ask. the second question that we have to interrogate you about to find out. And I'm going to hook you up to this polygraph machine and get some real answers out of you. I think so. Uh, you can send your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? No. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, who are the greatest dentists of all time? Because we all know that the greatest dentists of all time are the ones who make their own dental Facebook groups. Like (laughs) maybe one of the guys we have on the show here tonight. Yeah, clearly. We want the questions Gordon Christensen can't answer. The greatest ones are the ones who have multiple Facebook groups, actually. Those are the absolute greatest, yeah. I wasn't really, that wasn't really throwing shade at you, Alan. It was maybe throwing some shade. Uh, at, at some friends of ours, quote unquote, who think they're amazing dentists because they have some sort of Facebook group that they've that they've made. Um, we're going to leave that there. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to throw any, anybody else under the bus. Less Question more. one from Derek. I tried sending you this video, but I'm dumb when it comes to electronics. Essentially, there is a new dentist locally, and he happens to be a break dancer. The video is of him breakdancing with cool lights and smoke in his office during construction. My question is, what do people do in forms of advertising beyond word-of-mouth flyers? I apparently will be in competition with this person, and a video of me breakdancing would hardly improve my credibility as a component adult in general. I saw the video. I, I saw the video. I think he means Did competent. You? He yeah. says yeah. component, but I think he yeah. means competent. Yeah. I saw the video. I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah, I saw the video too. The video is the video is is unreasonably elaborate. <laughs> like <laughs> like like well put together. Well done. There was it, there was at least three cameras. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, wow. For sure. And I mean and and he's not kidding. There are smoke and effects and all that stuff. And the dude's a good dancer too. Hmm. That said, hmm. hmm. What the fuck does, does it have to do with dentistry? Exactly. Right. <laughs> just breakdancing, like, oh, this guy's a good breakdancer. That's the dentist for me. Who, yeah. who is that person? That said, <laughs> the dancing dentist from earlier, actually from last year, not this year, last year, uh, Constantine supposedly his, his practice has exploded from doing the, the, the dance videos 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't have the I don't have the dancing skills nor the nor the just the buff like handsome thing yeah. going for me. I need a stunt double to come in and, and act like he's me and uh, disappoint the people, and they finally come in and meet me. Going, wait, you're not that dude. Exactly. I got no moves. I'm, Are they going to ask white. that dude to dance when they come to the to like <laughs> yeah. the? Prove like, it to you. Like like the new the, patient exam. Do the like, Charleston. Dude, do the Give worm now. Want to see it? <laughs> I wonder if his disability goes up if he has to do the worm like multiple oh. times a day. <laughs> it should. It should. I, yeah. I, I pulled a muscle in my back on Friday, like just a slight slight tweak, but it's just like you know it's been, it's been annoying me all weekend, uh-huh. and I was just doing dentistry. Can you imagine like you have to? break down and do the worm or I don't know any other breakdance moves really to say the electric boogaloo I guess is one Something. of them yeah, yeah. yeah. do you, you bring your own, do, do you bring your own cardboard to do it on that's the <laughs> okay. other question uh-huh. I I feel like could you do it on a yoga mat I just it's a little nicer and a little more too like, much friction too much friction yeah. to is that what it is work. you're going to grip you'll grip yeah See, Lance, Lance and I, Lance and I grew up when that was a real thing. Like Lance and I were there when it when break dancing was was original. This kid was is young it? enough for sure that that's like a retro thing that he's doing. It wasn't right. retro when it came out when Lance and I saw it. We witnessed it. Hell no! I had a members only jacket. Yeah, hell yeah! You should still wear that. Actually, that's yeah. pretty cool. I'll bring it to VOD. I looked it up, and, and it's in Portland, Oregon, is where this is. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Because well, of that course, says a lot, right? right? Yeah, a little bit. But still, I don't picture Portland as like the breakdancing capital. It's not Harlem. Not like, so much. No, it's Portland is white people who are worried about water waste and and conservatory stuff and like you know all, and, all that sort of stuff. And they wish they lived in Seattle. Is is that like is, is that uh, talking <laughs> talking trash about Portland? Is a little that bit. This is? A little bit. Is, is this some we should, uh, we should tell some them local rivalry? People on their weekends in Portland, they'll come up to Seattle for a weekend. People in Seattle don't even think about Portland. Nice. I had a gold inlay yeah. done when I was in Portland. <laughs> really? By I, who? I was a boards patient. Dr. Jim Nickman. He was a wow. classmate of mine. He did he did a gold inlay on me. I still have it. It's probably the best thing in my mouth. <laughs> probably. What I like what I liked about Portland then was uh, you could be in the city and it smelled like it smelled like the woods. But what I've heard True. now is it smells more like urine. Yeah. yeah. Urine and weed. Yeah, I was going to say vape smoke. <laughs> um they, the, the one that Portland does have one thing that Seattle doesn't have, Lance. Does it? NBA basketball. That's <laughs> fuck you. Very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Very sorry. Um, That's horrible. So, uh, this guy, this person, um, who is this? Derek. Derek is wanting to know what things can Derek do to compete sort of from a digital marketing standpoint. Macro. Mm, Wait, no, ma- that's not digital. Yeah, no, I think no. Uh, we're on the right track here. Okay. What about uh, What about balloon animals? If only there was some sort of C course where you could go to learn how to do balloon animals. Okay. And that, he could do videos of him making balloon animals. Very good. Very good. Although that's going to attract maybe the pedo clientele and God, the last thing I want is more kids. Or or people who like phallic things. Okay. Phallic focused. I got it. What is macrame? It's just. <laughs> I've heard of it. I have no. It it's sounds like a crafts. craft store. It's thing, arts and crafts. Okay, like I'm thinking. Girl I'm thinking he should. Okay, if that guy's dancing, I think he should sing. I think he should <laughs> sing because there's nothing better than and actually maybe play guitar and sing. There's that. There's nothing that makes people more comfortable than watching someone earnestly sing with a guitar in a, in a small enclosed space. Probably not that great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh God. So. <laughs> I have my master's in the HED, and so 
that really the only way that you can get that is is by master tracks, right? Uh-huh. Where you yeah. like the state AGDs will have them, and they kind of uh, they guide everything so that you get through. Yeah. If you go for like four years or five years or whatever, you you'll get it. Yeah. And so part of those is always case presentations. You got to come back the next time and present a case on what you learned last time. And one time, this guy. You're supposed to do 10 minutes, right? Because there's 30 people that need to get through and they got to do it in a day. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to do 10 minutes. This one time, this guy's like, well, over the last six months, I've learned how to play the guitar. So I'm going to sing you a song. So he sings this horrible song for 10 minutes and then does a 20-minute case presentation. And and I was just like... <sighs> okay. I, I was just so perturbed because <laughs> it was like... You're eating up time. Uh-huh. Like we're here. Like none of us are enjoying this. We're just sucking it up and doing our ten minutes and getting the hell out of the way. Mm-hmm. And then here you are, like you think you're George Strait. It was really bad. And I just remember like getting up and walking out halfway through. There's nothing more annoying. I, I, break dancing is annoying. Uh-huh. I, I think playing a guitar when you're not that good at playing a guitar is more annoying than that. How does that have anything to do with the AGD? You give the guy a microphone, he can't help himself. Uh, pretty like, much. That's Jesus. really what it came down to. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, I don't. the guitar, I think, if he's good, is great. But if he's not good, man, that's real bad. No, it's, um, and, and the other thing is most people aren't very good. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and worse than that, most good. people don't realize that they're not very good. <laughs> and they don't know right. that they're not any good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like getting into knitting or something like that and just having a video of him, because let's think about it. Like who, who's your patient? Like who, you know, who do you want to attract? So if you're a dentist and you're attracting patients that are coming to you because of your breakdancing prowess, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if those patients are going to be able or willing or ready to pay for comprehensive dentistry. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah. I, I mean, it certainly is not in uh, correlation. Right. I mean, so what are things that people who want and need high dollar dentistry like? What are they into? Meth. <laughs> <laughs> that can pay for high dollar. Oh, dentistry. oh, okay, yeah. Meth like dealing. knitting or something like that. Like getting really into knitting and being golf. like, oh, there's my knit. Yeah, golf. Like, yeah, here's my tip on how to how to draw the ball over some trees or like that kind of stuff or like stock trading tips or something. You know, like there you go. Like go the opposite way and attract a patient. Attract the patient you want. Like you don't want right. that break. So it'd be Doctor Austin's Monday Insider Tip. So yes. every Monday you're giving stock tips. Exactly. Like yeah, I'm here to talk to you about this low cap fund by Benson and Hedges. Whatever. Like I, I don't invest in. I don't know. But but like, so I, I don't want the break. I don't want Turbo the breakdancer as a patient. I want. Jim, the retired uh, CEO who's seventy five years old and needs a full, you know, needs a full mouth rehab. Yeah, that's what I want. So that that guy's not coming to you because you're breakdancing prowess, right? Or backhand tips for tennis, you know, stuff like that. Like, like attract the patient you want, not the breakdancing patient. So, Alan, do you like uh, to have videotapes of uh, videos of you uh, feeding horses? Yeah, that's what I do. I, I I I want to attract patients with horses, which is perfect because they're all insane. <laughs> like and I, I, horse people, horse people are a special kind of crazy. Just you know. oh really? Oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. I mean, it's in the the horse racing game is the sport of kings, right? Yeah, but well, I'm not a horse racing. I'm, oh, okay. I'm horse feeding and <laughs> horse cleaning. 
It's a little. There's a little different. I, yeah, just guys, have a, people people who own racehorses don't don't feed them and clean them themselves. They just pay for other people to do that. Gotcha, gotcha. Here's the golden question, here, guys. And I think it's safe to assume that of the three of us, none of us can break dance. That's a fair no. assumption. No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting if a leg cramp could, just thinking about it. Actually, if you could break dance. Would you record yourself and put it on your practice Instagram or Facebook page or make a marketing video? No. I don't think I would. No. I really don't. I, I, no. I, even if I was really good at it, I, I don't know. It just is not. Maybe if I was younger. I don't know. Maybe if I was younger. In it, I, but I don't know, man. I like when I was okay. When I got out of dental school and my face looked young, I grew a beard. I didn't. I didn't do any break dancing or anything like that. I, I tried to look older. Well, it's kind of like riding a scooter. You know, it's it's fun, but you don't want anybody seeing you do it. There's a different joke in there that I've <laughs> yeah, heard before. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> now that's all I can think about. <laughs> yeah, so, I, Derek, I, gee, who gives a shit? Let the, let this Asian kid break dance. Who, who cares? I, I honestly don't think it's going to affect you. It's worth a link to the, the video, though. I have to say, he is, okay. he's he's quite good, and the video is crazy elaborate too. I don't okay. I don't know where it is, but uh, but his office is going to be something special too. But that said, uh, well, hold yeah. on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. All I saw in this video was a slab it's and true. metal it's studs true. and insulation. I, have, I really don't have any. It, it seemed big from the camera angle. I can say that. I don't really know. It, it could have been it's in a tiny. strip center, though, where it's like none of the other suites are finished out either. So it just looks really big. There's going to be walls exactly, on each side. Exactly. It looks like an unfinished institute, or it could be like the. It could be like a, a 1,400 square foot little little hole in the wall. You never know. Yeah. A kill yeah. room. <laughs> I wish. Hopefully, just for him. Uh huh. Any dentist who dances, I'm, I'm done. I'm like I'm done. I just don't need it. I, yeah. I just don't need it. I don't need dancing in my life. I, I think Ellen DeGeneres, who's made a whole career off of pretending to like to dance, I think she's in completely fake. Mm-hmm. I just think I, I just think this type of stuff is something I don't need. I just don't need. I, I'm not going to see David Hornbrook doing any marketing videos with him doing a tango. Like it's not, it's not happening. Like. Do good dentistry. Start focusing on that. Why don't you, instead of spending so much time breakdancing, learn how to put on a goddamn rubber dam for once. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, I get real salty about the kids I that can do so. shit that I, I can't do. So. Yeah. I think, didn't Paul Homily have... <laughs> <laughs> I think Paul Homily has a ballroom dancing background. Does he really? I believe so, yeah. Mm, but you'll man, notice he a... doesn't put videos out about that. And yet no, I've seen no not. video. <laughs> but his case yeah, acceptance would... is awesome. Yeah, exactly. His case acceptance is Dennis buying shit from him to learn how to speak. That's <laughs> what his point. case Good acceptance point. is. There's that. <laughs> uh, so, so, Derek, don't lose any sleep over breakdancing, kid. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Question two from Jonathan. What clinicians or KOLs would you like to see a day in the life video from? Lance, can you spell out what KOL means? I... I I was going to be all smart assy and I can't come up with anything. So, uh, yeah. Key opinion leader. Key opinion leader. Yeah. Key opinion leader. I, so, I, this is what, what, what I thought of immediately when I read this question is um, our good friend in Marshall, Texas, uh, Kenny <laughs> Wilstead, who started a Facebook page. It's like a day in the life of Kenny Wilstead. Oh, really? Um, hmm. Which I'm just not interested in, <laughs> to be yeah. honest with you. I have no interest in knowing what Kenny Wilstead is up to on a day to day. On a day to day, but but 
who like there have to be some people. I, I kind of would like to know like what what's up with what, what does Spear do every day? Mm-hmm. What's his average day like? I mean, do you mean when he when he was or is doing clinical stuff, or you mean like when he's I'm like, kind of want to know now hanging out in the estate in in Hawaii. Yeah, is that like is that is that all he does? I mean, it, it, you know, he still teaches at at Spear a lot. Like he he's he's right. in Arizona quite often. I mean, and what they're doing, what I noticed was they they're sort of team teaching a lot of the courses, and so he's still quite a bit a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that part is interesting, and and, and I actually. Adam kind of hooked us up. We got to see kind of a lot of the backstage stuff. It's pretty cool. I mean, hmm. uh, that said, he's uh, he doesn't need a lot of prompting to give his lectures. He knows his stuff pretty well. Sure, he's given sure. a lecture a few times. So yeah, not, I'm not saying he was he was boring. I'm just saying he's got it down pretty well. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like he was it wasn't like he was backstage rehearsing a lot. He kind of he kind of had this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, there's no more clinical dentistry there. He's just not doing it at all. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't. I think it's pretty limited what he's doing. I will say that um, it sounds to me like when they do stuff, a lot of times they'll do it in Greg's office in uh, in Seattle. Like in other words, when because I want to say Bob Winter, you know, they used to all practice together in that practice in Seattle. So there's a lot of clinicians that have been there. I I don't know. I don't know how much they're actually doing still. Hmm. That I, I'd like to see Kinzer's day to day, just yeah. not a lecture day. You know, uh, uh, eight o'clock in the morning. When does he get to the office? Does yeah. he dick around on Facebook for an hour before he starts? To, like, what? You know, what, what, what does he take lunch? Does he work through lunch? All, all that kind of stuff is is somewhat fascinating. To sure, me. We, talk, we talked a little bit about it with when we interviewed him last time. And the the, the thing that is funny and and sad to me in some ways is like he doesn't have a day that isn't planned for like two and a half years in other words he's Jesus. he's in arizona so often like in the travel like and and they don't have like he doesn't have just like a day between traveling from arizona to work there's just not enough days in the you know in the calendar so the dude's like he lands goes home goes to sleep and then go, goes to work you know it sounds like it sounds like there's you know the only time he gets off is when it's actual full-on vacation he has to be away that's the only time he's not doing something it sounds like which is hmm. which is that would be hard i think it was, if you listen to the interview we did the last interview we did with him we did it in his office and it, it's it's awesome like it's it's like the rock star life but it's also like man it's kind of it, i was exhausted just hearing it right yeah, just the idea of like a normal Monday or whatever, you know, and, and that that not existing is is mentally fatiguing. I agree. Just to yeah. think about. I agree totally. I, it'd be interesting to see what Gordon is up to on a day to day. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't could, know. I don't know what clinical stuff he does at all. I, he may still be doing. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like two days a week, he's he's seeing like twenty patients a day. It's it's really crazy. I I, I had a limo ride with uh rella at a meeting one time going to the airport together um after the um after the lectures were over and uh rella gets in the in the limo with me and so we have you know like a whole 45 minute drive to the airport and yeah she says like two days a week he's still like doing dentistry occlusals and mod's and bridges and crowns and all of that hygiene checks interesting yeah the whole thing the whole thing she's like she she even said he's a machine he is a machine. He's wow. eighty-seven years old, and still cranking. Jeez, that that one would be good. Um, I think the obvious one is Michael Appa. I, I just him. Yeah, that one would be great. Only if just you get to, to ride in the helicopter, though. Right. 
<laughs> yeah, where does he helicopter to? From his office Who cares? to his home or what? But yeah, I mean, I guess hel- helicoptering anywhere is great. Pretty yeah. much. But yeah. I mean, helicoptering to get like a anus exam or something, that's not as great. But helicoptering to go from home to the office would be great. Pretty much. Pretty much. Not a lot of traffic up there. Just saying. I'm going to tell I, I'll throw this one out. I would kill to see Jason Smith in, in action because... Like the skill set he has, and then when he talks about the practice that he has and what he's doing, mm-hmm. like I, I'd like to see how he he does it. Uh, he 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 makes everything look so effortless, and I'm just like, man, I'd like to know like what kind of what kind of patience. I, he's always been my fly on the wall. Honestly, he's always yeah. been the guy I'd like to see how how he actually does. It. The other thing is he's he's age wise he's a contemporary of us. You know, he's right. he's so accomplished, and he's and I don't know. I I would like to see that. And he's in what Cornwall? Yes. Yep, okay. Cornhole. Um, true, true, yep. <laughs> the, the, you know, I think a lot of times we sort of make these great assumptions about these people we hear lecture uh-huh. and what their practices must be like. And then when you actually go to their practice, you're somewhat surprised to see it's not all that different from your own. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, and I just know that from, from some mentors of mine. But, like, I know Rouse. Like, I, you know, I've been to Rouse in, in his practice. I mean, he has hygiene going and he's he's doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's just doing he's doing less dink and dunk stuff and just more, you know, more bigger cases. But it's still a day that's fairly similar to mine. He's getting up all the time to check hygiene. He mm-hmm. has, you know, lunch. And, I mean, it just... It, I think sometimes for some of these guys, like the Spears and the Coises and the Appas, it's probably you know, maybe as exotic or more exotic than we think. And then for some of them, it's like probably as mundane and routine as our days are. Yeah. And, and, you know, we just assume that they're doing crazy shit all day and really they're suffering through MODs just like we are. I'm guessing they're on Facebook less, less than I am though. Probably maybe a little bit. Well, a little less dumpster fire witnessing. Probably yeah, so, exactly. but yeah. But what what can you do when you're getting c- constant direct messages from somebody bitching and moaning all the time? Well, there's, I mean, what? there's, there's, there's lots, there's lots on Facebook that. What's funny is how little actual interaction I have. But I mean, Facebook is the ultimate time suck. It, uh, even even yeah, when I'm yeah. not interacting with anyone, it's just a total time suck. And guess what I'm looking at right now as you're speaking into my ears? I'm looking at Facebook. Go figure. Well, there you go. You see any good questions on there? No. Anything no. we should answer? There's really nothing good on Facebook at all, actually. <laughs> no, you're, you're 100% but, but I can't, right. I, can't, I, can't, I can't stop looking at it. It's like it's like a car accident. It's horrible. Uh-huh. Every day I think to myself, like, I'm done. I'm just done. I'm done. Yep. And then uh-huh. How's that working out for you? Back in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's oh, totally. Bad. Totally. So Dude, I essentially bad. quit heroin. I can't really... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Facebook is kind of... Like, this is so. different. It's got a different hold on you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do you do chips... Do you have chips? Is that part of your deal or no? What's chips? Is that like the the uh, California Highway Patrol? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Eric Estrada. <laughs> uh, no, like in, in AA they get chips. Oh sure, yeah, oh yeah, sure, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do, does your do you have that? Does your group have that or no? Sure. I, I when I go, it's Narcotics Anonymous typically, and I, it's, I would go to AA, but I go to NA typically, and they have keychains. After 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 two years. <laughs> You get the keychains with beer bottle openers. On. No, no, they're not. No bottle openers on. You, you get the, after two years though, they give you just the same keychain. So they actually, actually, my I've gotten chips in the past from my sponsor. Basically, I since I'm coming up behind him, he kind of just gives me the ones he got, which is pretty cool. Okay. They're they're just coins. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. It's 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 a. Um, I, at some point, do you think we're going to have some sort of social media addiction? 
Oh, I'm, I'm sure there's already such a thing. I'm yeah. sure there's already mm-hmm. such a thing. One of the problems is that, you know, since everyone's got a phone, it's basically, they, they, they you know, She's it's like on constant. you all the time. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like exactly. you walking around with a bottle of Norco all the time. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I think, I mean, I don't know. It depends on how much it's wrecking your life is the question. And actually, that's a good question, right? Like, well, like yeah. how much how much would your life be better if all of a sudden the internet, like it'd be a lot worse and a lot better at the same time if the internet just stopped, right? Like, for instance, this podcast would not be delivered to anyone's phone because there'd be no internet. You know, it's, it's sort of sort of True. everywhere. That might be a good thing, actually. That yeah. might really benefit society if this podcast perhaps, perhaps, was not but, delivered. But, you know, like, so the question is, and that's kind of what I'm talking about at Voice of Dentistry, like, there's so much good and so much bad, and how? What's the solution? How do you how do you find a balance yeah. on the deal? And right. I think everyone sort of struggles with that still. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 man. It it is blitzing the neurotransmitter centers of a lot of people's brains, and yeah. it's oh, yeah. a real problem. And and I honestly think, man, I honestly think we might be better off without it. I, I don't know. I it. it I know it's great to be able to Google shit all the time and all that. And I mean, I, my, my home is as smart homed and as controlled with, with my phone as, as, as it could possibly be. And I love all that stuff. However, man, it just, it doesn't seem like there's all that much good that comes out of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It is. And, and from like the KOL perspective, right? I mean, Gordon is a great example because Gordon isn't really in the, any of that Michigas. He doesn't participate in any of, any of this online crap. Um, you know, if you're going to see Gordon in the 90s, you had to go and see Gordon. Yep. And if you're going to ask him a question, you had to ask him then. And now, it's, yeah. I don't know if like Lance and, and Alan, you've, you've had this, but like somebody asks a question in some stupid group and somebody tags me on it and yep. it's like it, I have to come in and answer it. And it's like all these people who then start blasting what i'm saying and no one knows who any of these people are and yeah. not that i'm any any that big of a deal but it's like it just is it's not a great win to, like i just can't imagine i can't imagine kins are playing this game no i can't you know, either where, where right. he like yeah. it, there, it, it, i think chime in there's a certain leveling that the, of the playing field that social media gives whether you like it or not and so i there's not a lot I, i've honestly people who are big names who have chosen to to uh wrestle with the pigs they don't come out looking so red hot you know what i'm saying no. like right like no, i look at i look at good. i look at strup and probably is as good as he is he's mm-hmm. his his reputation might be i don't know he's he he's a little in your face on social media and and i mean he doesn't i'm sure he's doing fine don't get me wrong but i you know you you have to balance like the reputation that you have before social media was a thing to now right mm-hmm. yeah yeah, that's why I'm just an asshole all the time. Yeah, that's, I'm fine. Well, consistency's good. I mean, consistency's definitely good. So they know what to expect. Anyhow, yeah. You have no idea how many times somebody has come up to me like at a lecture and been like, "I thought you were going to be a real jerk all the time, and you're really not." I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a care. It's a like Facebook has a character I play. Like that's yeah, for sure. It, it's sort of a. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I'm not really that into wrestling, or wasn't really into wrestling as a kid. But who, like, who's a bad guy from wrestling? I don't even know. Um, but it's kind of like that, right? Like, it's just a character, right? It's just, oh, yeah. Jesse the Body. Jesse the Body yeah. was the was the ultimate. You know, he was everyone was supposed, supposed to hate him. Turn, yeah, turns he out was, he's it turns out he's insane, but that's fine too. Well, but he was the governor of the great state Minnesota, of Minnesota. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. He was insane then too. 
<laughs> was he? Wasn't he Reform Party? Was that what he that was, call, was? He called? was. He was voted in, uh, and he had a, some very specific things that he was going to do. And actually, I think he did them better than people expected he would. But it's only, he got more black helicopters kind of after he left the governorship. Hmm. Somebody gave me. I don't know why, because I've never purported to be a fan of of our uh, 45th president, but someone gave me a big stuffed teddy bear. I saw that. That looks like Donald Trump. It's called Trumpy Bear. Hmm. I guess he, a friend of mine had bought a driver cover that was Trumpy Bear, and they also sent him this big bear. And so I gave it to my dog, and my dog immediately like just started eating the crotch out of it, <laughs> which is really <laughs> funny. So I took a picture and posted to Graham just like carrying... Uh-huh. Trumpy bear by the throat, and uh, I believe Trump was involved in that Reform Party at some point. I'm sure he was uh, or early huh. on. Uh, it was him and Buchanan who also were wrestling. It out. They were kind of the wrestling and Reform. Yeah, party. he's been involved in that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, it's pretty right. crazy. We, we we talk shit about social media and whatnot, and like literally, that's how our president became president. Well, was yeah, because of social media. There's no two yeah. ways about that. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's really nuts. It's really nuts. So I don't know if we want Gordon Christensen. In, I, I I don't want to see Gordon Christensen on the Facebook groups. Do you? I don't either. No, no. Well, I it really comes don't. back to that. Oh, you never meet your heroes. That kind of thing. No, yeah. it's so true. It's so true. That's one of the problems of the voice of dentistry. Because I think after yeah. after they meet me, I'm everybody gets to meet Alan Mead, and they're like, oh, this guy. <laughs> it's like because because like they they go for an entire year with this voice in their head, and they picture something very different than what they meet. Yeah. Like, so in a way, maybe I won't show up. Maybe I'll yeah. just maybe Probably I'll just best. be a disembodied voice forever. <laughs> you should go. get one of those like robots that has like an iPad as a face and then they just like on it like from your <laughs> that'd house. Be, that'd be awesome. It's on a Segway yeah. or whatever, just rolls around. And that, hope, that hopefully the face, uh, it'll be my face, but it'll be slightly less jowly would be good. Yeah, we can Photoshop that. That's there you go. There you Easy. Go. We can Photoshop that. Well, so I think we both agree that we, there's KOLs we'd like to hear. Lance, I didn't hear anybody you'd like to hear from. Just Appa. wise. Just Appa. Appa. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right, Appa. So you, Lance says Appa. I say, uh, like, Kinzer and and Alan, you were... Smithson. Uh, Smithson. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, so there's, there's certainly... But yeah. again, it's like that. It's it's envy, right? It's. Yeah. I think a lot of that is at the end of that experience... You either come out of it one of two ways: either oh they're not they're not so much that different than me, and or God, I just envy their life so much, right? Yep. And so I, I don't well, know if either of those the, are all that healthy. The opposite. I mean, so I I hear some of the stories of other people, and you're like, man, I don't know that I ever want to work that hard. So yeah. then you kind of like you know I kind of like where I'm at. Yeah, I, I hear what Greg, Greg Kinzer goes through, and I definitely know that I don't want to work that hard. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready for a Reddit? I always am ready for Do it. This will be great. Reddit user Miss Violence asks, <laughs> my friend lost his hair because of doing root canal and forgetting his appointment. Question mark. My fr- <laughs> <laughs> Let me, how, what? Let me just see if I could rephrase that better. Okay. My friend lost his hair because of doing root canal and forgetting his appointment. Did that, was that inflection a little bit better on that? Yeah, I'm certain that when she, if she said it okay. out loud, it would sound much like that. Yeah, okay. All right. My friend from college has lost almost all of his hair. He has lost it in such a way that some parts of his head has hair and some don't. Uh, yeah, that's called losing your hair. That's how it works. And he claims it is because when he has done root canal, first appointment where she opened the pulp and placed something in his tooth and told him to come back after 15 days... 
He forgot about that and didn't come for two months. He thinks that it is because that thing that Dennis put in his tooth and was there for two months as the cause of his sudden, almost complete hair loss. Could this be true or is it all horseshit? <laughs> um, let's get Jason on the phone because it, let's J lips my, we got to ask some questions. Did he have a root canal started? I, I and don't waited know. Two months? I don't know yeah. if he's had the root that canal. That could be Good the question. deal. That could be the deal. Also, Allie Sergi, where's Allie? We're on boy Allie. Allie, yeah. did you have an endo start in? Uh, do either of you two guys have endo? If you have the if you have the endo finished, does your hair come back? That's <laughs> what I want. Back? That's what <laughs> right, I want. Right, right. I've had an endo and I didn't lose any hair. I got one last year, first or maybe two years ago. I yeah. can't remember. Two years, maybe. Uh, still got my my hair. Did you have an endodontist do it? I did not. I had Dave Clark. Really? Yeah, I went down to BioClear and said, "Dude, open me up." Wow. He's really good at endo too. Him and Cotomy cool. are like thick as thieves. Yes, they are. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's by the way, Cotomy would be the other uh, KOL that I would want to go see. <laughs> that, not not a bad idea. He, yeah. he would be. He would be nuts to watch. Seriously. Hmm. So my endodontist loves him. Is I, I, a huge devotee of of him. What's and, and what's, cool, what's cool about Cotomy is that the endodontists that love him are the ones that they they a lot of times they'll admit it but only kind of quietly and off to the side because he's oh, yeah? sort of he yeah he's sort of uh, I think a lot he's of endodontists hate him yeah he is very polarizing yeah, he's exactly very polarizing. Right. he's okay. in in person he's a sweet guy he, I mm-hmm. mean he's opinionated if if he disagrees with you you're you're going to hear about it but he was a sweet <laughs> guy in person mm-hmm. his you know his handle on Dentaltown was uh, he had two of them. The first one was terrorist endodontist, which was great. <laughs> so, I, but he's one of the reasons I use a microscope now, just because like I didn't, oh. I, I literally just didn't want to ever have to like have a conversation with Cotomy and not have a microscope because that was back in the day on Dentaltown. <laughs> really? He was really, he was really, really, he, he would, he would, he was, he found it scathing to talk about naked eye dentistry. He just thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> but, but, you know, and should, he showed all the stuff he was doing. It was amazing. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's more mellow now. But I well, really. I, he's one of my heroes to be sure. Okay, and I and, uh, to a certain degree, I, I agree. You know, we at last episode we talked about would you ever go to a doctor without loops? You know, and and I'm like, yeah. And even even if they got him two point fives, uh, I don't think are really enough. The more you see, the more you realize. Oh, I was missing a lot of shit before I got. Yeah, this and, and I wouldn't send to an endodontist who didn't use a scope. Right. I, I'm going to argue that most the most endodontists have a scope, whether they use it or not, is a whole other story. But most <laughs> of them have it. It's almost yeah. like a, it's like a standard of care at this point for endo. Yeah, yeah. So you think they get a lot of them? Get them and then just don't ever look, like they just mount them to the wall and never pull them out, or just pull them out for parts of the procedure, or never really fully learn how to work with them. Well, I'm going to tell you this: when I use them, okay, when you're struggling to find a canal, there's kind of nothing better. Uh-huh. Um, but in a lot of cases, once you've got your glide path, you're you can't just the way the microscope is. It's it's difficult sometimes to um, you can't when an instrument's in the canal, you can't see down the canal kind of thing. So they, I might argue that they they might use them in different ways that way. I, mm, I think okay. I think I don't know though if that's all you use though. I think I think you get used to it. The the funny thing is is that endo is the easiest way to use it because. Once you know, basically, you're not. They're not moving very much once they've accessed the the you know the canals and stuff. Right. They don't. They don't mm-hmm. move. They just they keep their glide path and get the job done. So, mm-hmm. what on earth could they have put in this tooth as a as a temporary medicament that could cause this guy to lose all his hair? Nair. That's a great idea, actually. And think how think how inexpensive it would be. Like yeah, if, if you're not using really Nair as a medicament, why aren't you exactly? Yeah, yeah. Well, what would those nutty holistic people be doing with like clove oil and and 
gumdrops? I mean, what are the CBD yeah, oil? Weed. CBD, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? Exactly. Why wouldn't Why would you? you? <laughs> Somebody put to. me into a, a CBD and dentistry group, just oh. FYI. Okay. It's I think I think I know one of the guys who's heavy in it. He was just on Howard Ferran's podcast. Albert yeah, Capote. Albert, it's a nice guy. Yeah. Super nice guy. Yeah. He's really you guys he's are gonna, into that. Okay. Who said who said Nair? Alan? I, I did. Alan. I did. Mm-hmm. Get this shit. <laughs> active ingredients in Nair. Two of the active ingredients in Nair are calcium hydroxide. <laughs> And sodium hydroxide. I, I kind of can't huh? believe that. That's so. Wow. That is some crazy I'm tell- shit. I'm telling you, I, I you know had what? no idea. I, Monday, I might start using that as my intra appointment medicament. There you go. That is <laughs> insane. Do you notice well, that she, she she mentions though that that it was I I think she insinuated that it was a two step endo where he lost his his hair uh-huh. like yeah. he, he went he went too long with the medicament so maybe there's something yeah. to that May, maybe I tell my patients look if the tooth is feeling better you still need to come in or you might lose you might lose, lose all your, your hair. hair exactly yeah exactly holy that's the most insane thing I've ever heard of Alan <laughs> that hole is an all timer. For the working interferences podcast, the fact that that shit has calcium hydroxide in it. Uh-huh. I'd love to tell you wow. that I knew that. I had no idea. <laughs> wow. Right. I, I'm just assuming you have such a big bush of pubic hair that you've had to use enough Nair <laughs> that you did know that. That's, Again, that's Nair, 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 was, Nair was on the television a lot when Lance and I were be. children, right? Like that <laughs> yeah. was the kind of thing. <laughs> all, you, all the time. All the yeah. time. Now you're wearing a Merkin we all the time, short, right? Shorts. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that commercial was widely used. So I, it yeah. isn't, I don't have any actual experience with it myself let's see here I'm, re- I'm looking at some of the other responses here um and it looks like the idea of maybe some stress was involved and that's what would made him lose some hair and uh-huh. that, uh, well um, we should do we should email mercola and find out what he thinks yeah we should definitely find out <laughs> he they have hair cancer is what happened they that's what mercola is gonna say uh-huh they've got hair cancer um, it looks like also there was some poison oak involved on the guy's head. So maybe that had something to do with the hair loss. <laughs> well, was it make the sure endo? you throw your dentist under the bus anyhow, either way. Oh, for First. sure. First thing. Yeah, you got to do that. You got to do that. All right, let's check out Miss Violence here. Let's see if we're going to find anything good. Um, Suicide Watch. Here's another. They have a question. Another question about endos in dentistry. Are hmm. root canals harder to do on front teeth? I had a hmm. lot of root canals done, but never on my front teeth. Sometimes when I drink water, I feel slight discomfort in my front teeth. And always, I guess I will need root canals. So is it hard to do root canals on front teeth? Does it cost more? And will my front teeth look normal just like before during root canals? Um, so it's weird obsession with root canals here. A little bit. Um, some stuff in the Android subreddit. A lot of Android stuff. Yeah, lots really into Android. Oh, Croatia and, oh. and uh, subreddit of Croatia. Like, are they from there, or do they just really like going there? I yeah. Let's see. Let me go back to that one. Um, it's not in English, so oh. I can't help you, there you on go. that one. You right. see, you're not up on your Croatian. I'm. I am not uh, the Slovakian languages. I'm not. I'm not good on another post in dentistry. Hmm. Um, this was from someone else who posted, why am I having sharp pain in my tooth when I switch cold water? Miss Violence chimed in. I got so used to having pain on cold water. Whenever I drink cold water, three of my teeth hurt. So really valuable information. Three, not you. four. Three. Uh-huh. Not right. two, but three. This person is all over the subreddit of dentistry. Hmm. That's crazy. And it, it's all in those stuff. 
Some people think too much about their teeth. Just saying. Yeah. You know, just move on. Here's another one about a root canal. This is from this violence as well. Problem with root canal. So my dentist said I needed root canal. That thing where she uses needles to make the root wider and fills it. That thing. Thanks for <laughs> Thanks for that. That's so my first that thing. So my first appointment, she just put something in my mouth and said to come after 14 days. After 14 days I came and she'd done that thing with the needles, but one canal was hurting like hell, so she did an x-ray and put something again in my tooth and said to come after 7 days. After 7 days I came again and she did that thing with the needles again, but that one canal was still hurting a bit. She just filled but she still filled canals and did that thing with the fire. She was burning something and placed it in my tooth. <laughs> the fire. She said it was curing of the tooth is done and that I need to come after some days so she can completely seal it. Now what worries me is I still have a weird feeling in that tooth. For example, when drinking cold water, my question is, will she be able to do something since she already filled those canals already? Or my only option now is to pull the tooth out, which I really don't want since that tooth is visible when smiling. Whoa, this, holy this, shit. Is, this is like this is really valuable because this is what a patient understands about the yes. dentistry that you're doing on them. Right. Which is, that I, thing I, with I, the needles Lance and I were talking about this water. earlier. No matter how well you think you're doing informed consent, you're not. They think you're doing. Yeah. You think they think you're doing your nails. That's that's yeah. what they think. They think that yeah. you're doing their hair. So we need to explain better. Or this patient needs to think less about their teeth. There's that. <laughs> so a lot of questions about specifically about root canals from one patient. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. Very very interesting. And here's some not safe for work stuff. Okay. <sighs> I can't even read this. Oh. And not because I can't it's even in read this. I literally cannot even read this. I, I can't read this. <laughs> Whatever it was was related to child not okay, we oh. can't even do this. Wow. We can't even like this is inevitably so the Reddit dive goes dark it goes horrible every time why do we do this every time why are we surprised i am not scared of dentist i'm gonna now i'm going to read this in their voice i am not scared of dentists because of procedures i can handle pain in my country dentist is free for students sounds great but dentists tend to treat people like that very bad and doing a lousy job All right, then. This is why we don't need the internet. This is a prime example. <laughs> In Russia, teeth pull you. <laughs> yeah, yes. Exactly. I love it. Oh, God. Man, this person is all over Reddit. Let's see. Let's check their karma. 18,454 karma. So they are all over Reddit. They're a moderator of one subreddit. Mom, I'm 13 now. <laughs> okay. So this is great. This is great. Reddit's awesome. Everyone. Everyone join Reddit. It's really great. Lance, I think that's going to about do it. It probably should. Alan, I want you to be thinking of your song. Since you're the guest, you get to pick your song. Okay. I'm going to do our our, uh, our uh, uh, tidying up at the end here. Um, thank you for listening. Share with your friends. Hopefully, you'll find some friends who uh, are maybe as depraved as you are or know that Nair has calcium hydroxide in it and can now be used as a root canal uh, interappointment medicament. Um, let them know. That's how we grow the show. We get uh, just like our dental practices. We grow by word of mouth. So uh, so tell your friends. Tell your colleagues. Tell uh, people you went to dental school with, all that stuff. Um, rate and review. That always helps, too. Um, wherever you're listening to the show, iTunes, 
Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. What score do we like, Lance? Big fan of five. So if you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance on Facebook, Twitter at Winterferences, Instagram at Winterferences. You can find Lance on Instagram at DMD. You can find me on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. You can find Alan on Instagram at... Dental Hacks Al. Dental Hacks Al. Um, yeah, and hit up. I mean, everyone knows the Dental Hacks. Or go to the uh, Dental, Dental Hacks, Hacks Nation on Facebook, yeah. Podcast, Dental Hacks, yeah, Dental Hacks Nation, Dental Hacks Nation 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, am I missing any other any other other things? Go to VOD, damn it. Yep. Go to VOD. VoiceofDentistry.com, get your ticket. Let's go. You can see these guys do a live podcast. You should do that. We need your questions. Send them to us, uh, workinginterferences at gmail.com. Alan, we tend to end the show with a song. And when we have a guest on, the guest gets to pick the song. You got a song for us? I do. I've been very nostalgic, and I've been listening to songs uh, from when I was younger. Uh, everyone knows this song. The song's called Hard to Handle by the Black Crows. Oh, Ooh, nice. there you go. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. I'm, I'm, I'm into that. The Black Crows are... Uh, not only a delicious candy, which can be used to remove temporary they crowns. They are. They are. <laughs> yes. Anytime I'm like at Walmart or CVS or Walgreens and they have like that bin of candy that's on sale. It's always uh-huh. a huge if there's, box. If there's black crows cheap. or dots yep. or whatever in yep. there, yep. I'll generally buy them and just throw them in the office like for like, hey, if I can't get your temp off and I'm Let like... Let them get stale though, if you're trying to take Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to get stale, a little yeah. old. Got to get a little old. And I'll give a couple to the patient. Be like, chomp on these for a couple minutes so I go do this hygiene exam. And I would say at least half the time it works. The yep. temp comes off just yep. from that. Yep. Just a, a, a nice little t- tip there. That's uh, It's a nifty, thrifty tip. I would say, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes, yes, I would. So this is uh, Hard to Handle by the Black Crows. So for Alan Mead and Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace and celebrate the foreskin. Cause the mama, I'm sure all the hand and I just around. I don't speak loud in the words, and I'm a man of great experience. I know you got another man, but I can love you better than him. Take my hand, don't be afraid, I'm gonna prove every word I say. I'm advertising love for free, so you can place your hand. Candle calls a mama, I'm sure all the hand and I just around. Candle calls them, I'm, I'm sure all the hand and I just around. Hard, hard to handle now. Oh, yeah, yeah, 
Kennel calls her mama, I'm sure all the henna now just around. 